Is there life after eight seasons? I mean, 28 episodes each? Yes, there is. <laughs> hello, hello, this is Laura Brecca, and we have had eight seasons. And when I say we, I mean I, single-handedly, have hosted 28 episodes each. This you are listening to right now is episode 225. Drum roll, please. You know, I was listening to Les Brown, and he says, greatness is a choice. Yes, I would agree with him. But when you get old, do you want to be on your deathbed thinking, like most people, oh, I wish I had done this or that? Or do you want to say to yourself, I wonder who that person is, the person that I never became? Of course not. Of course we don't want that. But why is it then that so many people end up with that? They end up having regrets. Why is that? And if greatness is such a choice, why can't it be an easier choice? Help us, help us, please, to figure out to make that choice easier so that we can all be great. It's been said that we all have greatness inside of us, and I believe that to be true. I think the two things that are most prevalent when it stops us from you know, reaching our goals are worthiness. Worthiness is a big issue. All of us, all of us, even those that think they've got it made, have some worthiness issues somewhere deep inside. So worthiness is a big thing that stops people from achieving their goals. And another is your past failures because we judge our future by our past. If we've had a lot of failures in the past, we think, well, that means that I can't make it in the future. And we stop ourselves. We stint ourselves. We end up not doing the things that we know we should do out of fear of failure. Most of the salespeople and business people that I have worked with over the years, most of the good leaders, have had a compelling reason for doing what they do. You know, we always talk about what is your why? (laughs) Why are you doing what you do? And for me, along the way, my most compelling reason for doing a good job and creating a life that was worthy of being lived and was taking care of my two children. I had a one child. And then when she was 12 and a half, I had another. So it's kind of like raising two only children. (laughs) But it really, you know, whether you have one or eight, having children and raising them is a very worthy ideal. It is a very compelling reason to do what you do. Why do you think there's such a thing as empty nester syndrome? Suddenly when your children are gone, You kind of feel like you've lost your purpose, if that indeed has been your main purpose. And even if it hasn't, even if you had several purposes, I was a very fantastic teacher and I loved my students. I adored them. My life, my work was for them. Whether it was little children in elementary school or college students at the college level, my students meant a lot to me. A lot of what I did was for them. A compelling reason to work as hard as I did Because it wasn't for the pay when it comes to education in America. Teachers in public education do not really make very much money. Uh, So it wasn't for the reason. It wasn't money. It wasn't the reason. Although some people will say that that's their compelling reason to work real hard. But I would... I would challenge that thought. I think they have a real reason deep inside. They just haven't tapped into it yet. And making a lot of money is just an exterior reason that they think is the main reason, but it is not. Uh, 
Because after all, what do you do with that money? You have to dig down deep into why do you want money? What is money? Money is a commodity. Money, money is an energy to help us get the things that we want. But you have to work for money, don't you? You have to do something. You have to add value. You have to um, come up with solutions. Do things that make you worthy of having money. I had a student who was constantly reaching out to me on a private message on Facebook asking me questions. And I would diligently answer even though he never spent a dime. He was never in one of my classes. And then I wrote a book last month and he mentioned something about it. And I said, hey, would you like to buy it? It's only $10. It's $12, but it's on sale for 10 bucks. And he said, no, you know, he'll think about it. And it was very interesting because there's such a thing as reciprocity. My friend, if you are taking, if you are a taker, we call them leaners. (laughs) There are very many people who like to lean on others. They're not lifters. Most of us, and if you're listening to this, you're a lifelong learner, so you're probably a lifter. You lift people up, right? But some people are leaners. They tend to lean on everyone. Gimme, 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 right? They want people to give them help. And when that person asks them for a little help, suddenly they have octopus arms. They cannot reach out and give. My mother used to say to me, the closed fist cannot receive. If you can't open your hand and give, How, my friend, how can you have something put in your hand for you to take? Ooh, got to think of that one. What are the compelling reasons you do the work you do? One of the things that I admire about all of my uh, students and followers and people that are on social media with me is that they are lifelong learners. Those are the people I hang out with. I have a very hard time with people that are just going along, don't care to improve, don't care to learn anything, because I know that life is not stagnant. If you stop moving, you're going to end up going backwards, right? You need to always be moving forward. I remember the one year that I took off teaching to raise my brand new daughter, and when I went back, after only one year of being out of public education, I had really lost so many things. I looked around and thought, wow, things have changed in the blink of an eye in one year. So many things had changed and moved forward. It took me a little time to catch up. But like you, I'm a lifelong learner. So I'm constantly feeding my mind. Constantly, I keep going for what I want. That's how you get what you want. If you've had so many failures that you're afraid, but you decide you have grit, you have willpower, and you just keep trying, The gods will look down on you. The universe will be kind and you will be given a little favor because of your will and your grit. I feed my mind. I've gone to seminars. I read books. I've taken classes. I now have masterminds and I have uh, mentors. Yes, mentors have mentors. How do you think we keep growing and learning and becoming our best to help you become your best? Who are you mentoring? I sure hope you are helping someone. Remember, we must pay it forward always. You're going to win if you don't quit. But the thing is, you have to believe you can. And that gets back to worthiness. Most of us think we are not worthy of such uh, earning such money or impacting so many people. And we hold ourselves back. But if you can just believe and just trust, that's why it's good to read. That's why it's good to go to seminars that help you improve personal growth, professional growth, sharpen the saw, become better tomorrow than you were today. So many episodes here on my podcast. 
are all about sharpening the saw, not just your skills, but also your mindset and your heart set. You need to have a heart for what you do. And you need to have the skills, of course, so we need to work on those. But what about the mindset? If you can't work on your mindset, feel more worthy, do more self-care so that you build yourself up, eat better, sleep better, do those things that are helping you to just be able to, gosh, when I talk about eating right and and, uh, sleeping right, that's just to maintain. That doesn't even bring you much improvement unless you really get on a trajectory of better health and finer eating, more uh, healthy, healthy plant-based foods that just kind of give you all that energy that your body needs, not foods that slow you down because digestion just takes so long that your poor body's saying, oh my gosh, I'm getting worn out just digesting this food. <laughs> I bring that up because recently I decided to have a new goal, a big goal, a humongous, audacious goal about improving my health. Now I'm already very healthy. However, When we're good at something, that's the area we can excel in because we can become even better. You see, when I decide to drop a few pounds because I've been eating some of the wrong foods because I live in a country that has massively amounts of wrong food, bad food for us, we call it the standard American diet. It's called the SAD, S-A-D, standard American diet, and it is sad indeed. So even people like me who are mostly healthy can't help it because we're out to eat with friends or we're getting together with others and we invariably ingest some things that end up putting some pounds on our body, some extra weight. So I decided, yes, I decided that I would make a big challenge of really up-leveling my health and that means eating only the foods that fuel my body the foods that are easy to digest so that my body can use the rest of its energy on repairing cells, making me more youthful, keeping me vibrant and keeping me agile and flexible and energetic. Those things don't come by accident. The older you get, the more you need to pay attention. Young people, you can abuse your bodies for a while and get away with it. But trust me, someday it'll catch up with you. So why not start now being more healthy and taking better care of yourself? Feed your mind. Go to seminars. Read books. Take classes on the internet. Join masterminds. Hire a mentor or a coach. Decide that you're worth it because you are. If I say that worthiness and past failures are the two big stumbling blocks, take a look at those in your own life. Take a look at how you can feel more worthy. What can you do to boost yourself? And then how can you not look back at your failures failures to project towards the future for what you want? With me, with dropping a few pounds, you might think it means that I'm going to count my calories or eat less. But the truth is, no, no, no. You know what I'm doing? I'm saying affirmations. I am getting in a hypnotic state almost with my meditation and telling myself, uh, I am already slender and attractive. I am already having those gains that I will get when I do reach my goal. If you can picture in your mind what you want, you will have it all the sooner. Life after eight seasons, Yes, I am still growing and learning, taking big challenges, and making myself better, stronger than I was yesterday. And you are too. Take a look at some of the other episodes. I'm sure you will be happy. And remember to pay it forward. 
who do you know that needs to hear some of these inspirational words? Well, 225 episodes can't be wrong. (laughs) Please share with your friends and I'll talk to you again next time. Remember, I'm here to help you live your best life now.